0: Today we are we are very privileged to have um, with us um, a, a family member. Um, this isn't her church. Um, this isn't even her nation. Um, she comes she she comes from the United States of America. But this is her this is her home, prophetess Francina Norman. Make her welcome back. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Thank you so much. Father, we thank you, Lord, for the downloads today. And God, I ask you, God, to let me be able to deliver what you have downloaded into my spirit to your people today. Let it fall on fertile ground. God, challenge us to change. And we thank you, Lord Jesus, because this is such a strategic time and we need to hear from you. And so with that in mind, God, I thank you, Lord for how you're speaking to us clearly. Let us hear with crystal clear ears and let us see with crystal clear eyes what it is that you want us to do for our necks. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Before you have your seat, it's our custom in America that we honor the man of this house and his beautiful wife. So could you stand and let's honor Pastor Agu and his beautiful wife Shola. We honor you, sir. Come on, we we go crazy with that. Yes, 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 hallelujah. And all the ministers in this house and all the leaders, and honor you, amen. Thank you, Lord, amen. I honor my husband, Um, he's on his way. We'll be celebrating 35 years of marriage and it has just been an honor to be his wife, amen. And my daughter is here, the one that has my mantle. And she's accept the calling. I want you to stand unique. And she serves me, but she's very powerful in the prophetic. And no joke with her prayer life. And so I thank God for her. And my other daughter just arrived this morning. My husband will be here. But I want to give you what God has downloaded in my spirit to give you, and it's going to be a lot more prophetic And I think it's going to help you. So one of the things that God was speaking to me, I could not believe that when, when I found myself being here, I was on the 21 day fast and I found myself in the midst of you guys doing pursuit of God. And then you guys went into worship. I was, you have no idea. I almost fell off of my seat when I found out that you were having perpetual worship. And so I understand this in this, uh, Era, we're actually in a new era, Um, not a new season. A new season is different than a new era, okay? We're in a new era. We're tapping into a new glory that is going to require us to have clean hands and a pure heart. Everybody is not going to be able to touch and tap into this type of glory. It's real important that God is constantly telling us to examine ourselves with this And I'm seeing the hand of God move, and we got to be careful that God is calling us to a higher frequency in him. Low-level frequency in the prophetic is when someone is giving you names and addresses and telephone numbers and all that. That's low-level. High-frequency gives you the mind of God. It tells you exactly what is on God's mind and what he wants to do for the body of Christ. And so there's three things that happen and revival is breaking out. And we've been talking about this with John Eckard and some of the other prophets. And when I was in my 21 day fast, the Lord told me to come back to, um, to London. And I was like, really, that's very challenging coming out of a pandemic. And the Lord told me to come back to London. And, and then he said to me, he says, Jesus house has been pay, praying for a revival. And I want you to bring the generals Jesus house. Well, y'all know the transition and I just couldn't understand. And I said, God, I know what you said. I said, but I just, he said, you have to release the person that's been pulling on my heart. The people that have been pulling on my heart for revival because this is a move of God. This is going to make history. This is just not a normal conference. This is something that the people of God in this nation, which is going to cause a domino effect to take place. Now, let me just explain something to you. When revival comes, the first person that's on the front line is Judah. Worship must come first. Worship must come first. So when I heard that you guys were worshiping God, I was like, oh my God, they're setting the atmosphere for what God really want to do in this nation. And so when it is so important that we understand worship because worship gives you access to the intimacy of God. And if you intimate with God, then you get pregnant. And if you get pregnant, you become fruitful. And if you're fruitful, you multiply. And if you multiply, my God, then you could dominate. So God is saying it is so important for you to be intimate with me because if you're intimate with God, you get pregnant with dreams and visions. without being intimate with God, you'll stop birthing dreams and visions that's not connected to God and he's not the father. And so you start giving dreams and visions without being connected to God and you're giving birth and then you wonder why God is not providing for you, but God is looking at you and saying, but who's the daddy? He says, did you get that from me? He said, because if I birth something in you, if you're intimate with me, you would never have to put me on child support. I take care of every vision and dream and every baby that you birth. I'm responsible to make sure that it's carried out. And he says it's too many people in the past season that was given birth and called it a move of God. And I was looking at it and I was saying they're giving birth to bastards and I'm not the daddy. But I'm looking for a people of God that's giving birth to what I birthed in them. What I put in them. The seed that I put in them. Because it is going to be from generations to generations. And then he says it is so important because that gives you access to the intimacy of God. Then prayer, what prayer does, prayer gives you access to the mind of God. and and it's so important that you understand that it's time for us to tap into God's mind because God has to download his intel to us so he can tell us exactly the strategies that we need to carry out in this season so that we can accomplish what God wants to accomplish on the earth and so it's so important for you to get when you go in prayer prayer is just not going up there petitioning to God, prayer is tapping into the mind of God the Bible says let this mind be in you which is also in Christ Jesus let the intellect of God be in you which is also in him and it's so important because explain to me how a man named Adam could just be God blew in his breath into Adam when he blew his breath into Adam Adam, he said to Adam, Adam, I need you to name the animals. How could a man who's never gone to college, how could a man who just came from the dust of the earth? And that's because God blew his intellect into Adam. So when Adam started naming the animals, he had the mind of God to name the animals. Oh, this is so good. Oh my God, it's teaching me. So when I pray, it is so important for you to pray. When you pray, God downloads his intel to you. He downloads his mind to you. Then you meditate. What is meditate? You sit there and you get a briefing from God. So God can give you the strategies and what it is that he needs you to do in that day or in this season. So that's why it's so important. That gives you access to the mind of God. Now, giving gives you access to the abundance of God. It's only done by giving. He says, when you give, it releases something in the earth that you will never have to want for nothing. And then what is so, what, what, what is so important is that one of the things that God spoke to me in this hour, and I'm going to give you the scripture. He says, you were created outside of time. We were created outside of time. That's why you have deja vu. That's why sometimes in dreams and visions, he shows you the end and then puts you back to the beginning. Because you were created outside of time. And because you were created outside of time, that's what prophetic voices do. Prophets, what they do is they go into eternity because God is a God of eternity. And they pull out of eternity what you need to put back in time. So let me just give you this story because of time we're in time now because of time, this woman comes to Jesus and she says to Jesus, listen, I'm having issues here. My daughter is vexed with the spirit and Jesus looks at her and he says, wait a minute, I can't do nothing for you. You're Gentile. It's not time for me to do this. I can't do this for you. Then she says, but she begins to worship him. And so Jesus kicks into his prophetic uh, office. And what he did was he went into eternity. He called what was in eternity that she wasn't supposed to get right then. He called into eternity, spoke it into eternity and brought it back into time and said to her daughter, thy daughter is made whole. So I say to you, what is it that you need God to do? What is it that you, he says, life and death is in the power of your tongue. He says, so you choose you, but open up your mouth. What is it that you need God to do for you? Because God has already created you. He created you outside of time. That's why you can't be like everybody else. You have to be your authentic self because your authentic self was created in eternity. And then God puts you in the time. Now, let me give you a scripture to back that up. Got to have scriptures to back it up. Okay. I want to give you the scripture to back it up. Isaiah 57 and 15 says, For thus says the high and lofty one who inhabits eternity, whose name is holy. So he's talking about God is the one that inhabits eternity. Now, let me just tell you. Then he says in Isaiah 55, 8 and 9, for my thoughts are not your thoughts and my ways are not your ways. God says, what I thought about you in eternity is not what you're thinking about yourself in time. So he says, you got to get my thoughts. And what is a thought? A thought is an unspoken word. And what is a word? A word is a spoken thought. So God says, so important for you to tap into my mind so you can get my thoughts and what I thought about you. When I look at you broke, that's not what, that wasn't my thought. When I see you sick, that wasn't my thought. When I see you depressed, that's not my thought for you. So God is constantly trying to get us back to the original intent of what you were supposed to be and what he thought about you in eternity. So. Although we cannot totally reconcile, we can't really see this. He says he's Alpha and Omega, and we're in the seventh month, which is a month of completion. And the Lord began to show me some things. He says, you're actually sitting right now in your Kairos moment. So, you know, the Kairos moment means the appointed time and the purpose of God, the time when God acts and when God says about time. And so let me just tell you, it's a couple of things that's happening here. As God is setting us up, because we're right in the midst of a greatest revival we've ever experienced in our lives. It's already started. Transferring of wealth has already started. So there's three things. Judah must go first because they bring forth worship. They bring people into the presence of God. Then you have to have Issachar because Issachar, the tribe of Issachar, that's the tribe that knows the times and the seasons of God. And then there's this one that we sometimes overlook is Zebulun. Zebulun is the tribe. That's the tribe I'm from. They're the ones that finances the kingdom of God. I'm releasing today in this house that there are some financiers in this house. A Zebulun spirit is being released to you right now. That you've been praying and asking God, I want to finance the kingdom of God. So God says, I'm getting ready to download to you my intel and tell you exactly what you need to do. Now, the scripture says he gives us the power to get well. But the original translation is he gives us the strategies to get well. I love his strategies. So I went to God. I said, well, okay, God, if you're telling me I'm from the tribe of Zebulun. And, okay, so I was created outside of time. You already know that I was supposed to be. You saw the ending. And then the beginning, you know all of these things. So what What do you, t- I said, and we're prophets of God. We got this cryptocurrency going on. We have all this other stuff going on. Which cryptocurrency is just the algorithm of God. The algorithm is the algorithm. But, you know, what is the wave of Glory. What is the wave of glory? The wave of glory from heaven is algorithm. Because the enemy is always trying to duplicate what God has already released in the earth. So we have to understand the wave of where his glory is going. So I say, okay, God, I'm not supposed to be operating in the fraud theory. I'm not supposed to take your money and go to stocks and lose money. I'm not supposed to invest in stuff when you all know it. And you're trying to get us to the point that he wants us to be kingdom minded more so than anything. God is trying to get us back to the original intent so that we can have all the resources and we could be in a place of peace so that his purpose on the earth can be fulfilled. And it's going to take money. How many of y'all know that? So I said to God, okay, and we're prophets of God, then you speak to us and you tell us what to do. So the Lord told me four years ago, before the pandemic hit three years ago, he said to me, I want you to take this amount of money and I want you to invest in Moderna. I was like, I don't know how to spell that. Could you spell that God? What is Moderna? So me going to ask other financial advisors, and they tell me, that little company, I don't know if you're going to do that. But God says, what did I tell you to do? I'm opening up your eyes to something right now. He said, what did I tell you to do? Take that money and go do that. I talked to my husband. He said, I don't know nothing about Madonna. And the stock was real cheap, like 25 cents. I was like, really, God? And then I went ahead and I invested what God told me to do. So I just saw the money just dwindling down, just dwindling down. And I'm like, God, didn't I miss you? Anybody ever felt like that? Like, God, I thought I heard you. I'm I'm the prophet of the most high God. I'm supposed to be awkward. I bind with that devil. God was like, no, you didn't miss me. He says, but you got to understand the season now. Is that what it it took people 10 years to get, I'm doing it in one day. What you struggle to get in five years, I'm going to do it in five minutes. He says, I'm moving quickly, faster than the speed of lightning. Because darkness has increased on the earth, but so has my spirit increased on the earth. And I got to get people who are tuned into my ear, their ears are tuned into my voice, so they would know exactly what they're supposed to do. So I went to bed. And all of a sudden, I woke up and they said, uh, uh, they just got a, Moderna just got a big contract to handle the vaccination, the vaccine, and they got a big contract the, the, the contract was competing against Pfizer, so they gave it both to Pfizer and gave it to Moderna. And Moderna's opened up in the U.K. Moderna's open up. So you know what I did? I ran to my computer. I went to running, and when I was running, I was speaking in tongues. Woo, I woke up everybody in the house, and I looked up in there, and I saw that thing shot up. And I looked at my husband. I'm a millionaire. come on y'all come on I'm telling you this is what God is doing in the body of Christ he's making sure that we don't hit and miss and I could not believe it then the Lord told me he said now once you do that you have to finance the kingdom of God he says I want you to wake up in the morning and see who you gonna bless y'all got to get this up in here because you're getting past God just supplying all of your needs. You're getting past that. You're becoming a financer. You got the spirit of Zebulon. You're the person that wake up in the morning and say, who am I going to bless? Who am I going to bless? Who am I going to bless? You're going to sit up there and say, there's an anointing for that because you were created outside of time. And so in eternity, nobody is broke. So you got to go and prophesy to your eternity and bring it back to time. Oh, Lord. So we look at this. God is saying, he said to me, that wasn't, it didn't stop there. How many of y'all in clubhouse? A lot of y'all in here. Look at that. How many of y'all in clubhouse? I see your hands. I'm in clubhouse with 20 people. Don't know what I'm doing, just praying. 17 nations represented. I'm like, this is mind boggling rescuing people from human trafficking in an app. Who does that? Somebody from domestic violence from an app. 3,500 people to get saved from an app. What is God doing here? People getting blessed beyond measures from an app. Went from 20 people to now 19.2,000 people in an app. Come on, in an app. Celebrities sneaking in there so they could get their prayer in. Because they're not going to come to church. But God bring them to you. So it's your Kairos moment. And so the Lord was saying to me, I said, God, what is going on here? Seven days a week, he narrowed it down to five days a week. I said, God, you got to, my thoughts are not your thoughts. And God was saying to me. It's just really kind of, it really messed me up because we're in a new era of church and God is expanding our borders. He's enlarged our borders beyond the church. People who would normally not come to church, they're coming to church. Sid Roth came into my room one morning and we had We had services and and Muslims got saved from a Jew. Come on. Who does that? He was so blown away. He was like, I want you to show me what you've done. I said, I ain't showing you that because you won't show me. Okay. I'm not trying to get you to duplicate the anointing. You got to get God for yourself and see if that's the direction that you're going. So we're seeing this, and I want to show you something. God says, but there are things that he's about to do for you. He says, a lot of you have been waiting on your season. You pray for God. God says, I'm getting ready to take you to your season, but this is so important. Since, that, since God has put you in time, it's really important that you get rid of your past. We hear this all the time. Whether you were successful or not, you have to get rid of your, your past. And then you'll be able to celebrate your moment and notice that it's only a moment. So when God pushes you into your next, you cannot take your past with you to your next because you know, old wine and new wine, they can't mix like that. They can't do it. You have to understand there's some things that you have to let go in this season so as God was beginning to talk to me about it, and he talked to me about the Canaan woman, and he told me about his thoughts or not. God says, why aren't, why aren't we moving out into what God has created us to do? Because he's created us outside of time. And so God has put creativity in us. And we have to use our mouths to frame everything that we want to happen. We have to use that because God has given us that. He wants us to change the whole trajectory of everything that is not kingdom minded. And can I tell you something? You're not here to have church. You're here to pull down old systems. Any system that's coming against the word of God and any system that's coming, that's not looking like the kingdom of God. You're here to pull down those systems. You're here to let them know we're here to take over. We're taking over. You're not here to have church. We've been having church too long. The devil don't care how much you can dance and dip and all of that, but he cares when you start saying, "I come against every system." Just come in against the system, the kingdom of God. We're here to put it down. We're here to put it down. We're not playing with this. Oh no, uh huh. No, that's not happening. And so when we see the thing that are that are in time is only helping you. The only reason why we're in time, because the thing that's in time is helping you to cultivate is only helping you to produce what you were created to do. You're going through stuff so it can help you to produce what God created you to do. My God. So God is careful. So that's why it's so important that you don't take on anyone else's identity. We're in an incredible era. And the kingdom of God is moving violently. Because the kingdom of God will not be stagnated. God has sent us an angelic host to help us. So we we always, God is constantly pushing us out of our comfort zone. Every time we get weary, wanting to quit, God has to give you a glimpse of eternity to show you the complete work. And that's why you have to start purposing what was in eternity. So depression and, and all of those things will not attach itself to you. Because you got to put it out of eternity and bring it back into time. Y'all laughing, but I put my body in the time out of time. I said, God, you got to rejuvenate my body. I can't go out like this. Uh, uh-uh. uh, I can't be in my sixties and still do the work of God with arthritis and high blood pressure and sugar diabetes. Now, you can take it if you want to, but I don't want it. Come on. I don't have arthritis and I don't have high blood pressure and I'm not diabetic. Who glory to God? And I still run four miles a day. So God is a good God. Come on. He rejuvenates you when you understand that you can step into eternity and pull back life into time. Nobody in my family has lived this long. Y'all got to understand, everybody died at 61. <laughs> oh, glory. I'll be 66. Whoa, glory to God. You cannot tell me that God would not do what he needs to do in time. This is such a good time. I'm telling you right now. I could beat my, me my grandson be outside running. I can't be a good grandparent with a cane. And I can't have no young husband with a cane. He get, I said, What's wrong with you? He's younger than me. Tell him I'm getting old. I said, You confess that. I ain't getting old. I'm getting better. <laughs> what about that, huh? So God says, He wants you to understand that when you pull this stuff out of eternity and you bring it into time, God did that for the Samaritan woman. He wasn't supposed to be talking to her. He moved in his prophetic mode. She was just like, you know what, God? Mm -mm." Tell me, he said, yeah, you do have a husband. The one you with, you don't have five. And the one you with is not your own. And she said, I perceive you as a prophet. His own folk didn't know he was a prophet. And he wasn't even supposed to be talking to her. But he knew what was going on in eternity. And let me tell you something. Stop putting limits on God. You were created out of time. Allow yourself to get back to the original intent of what God called you to do. Let's do this last one. So we got Judah, worship. We got Issachar, who knows the time and the season. And Zebulun. I'm doing a whole series on Zebulun. So now let me just tell you what's been released There were no longer when you get an understanding that you were created out of time. That if you look into eternity and take a glimpse, God is always constantly trying to get you back to the finished product. You ever went somewhere and say, it seemed like I've been here before? Because you took a glimpse of eternity. So if you need your papers, pull it out of eternity. Bring it up to time. You need breakthroughs, Pull it out. You have it in your mouth. And God says, if you will allow me, if you would allow me to, to collide with you, heaven and Earth is colliding right now. and it's time for the major breakthrough that's happening in your life. How many of you ready for that? I have three more minutes, and I want to prophesy to you. How many of you really been struggling in some of those areas? Let's just be honest. You've been struggling in some of those areas, and you're saying, God, I need that major breakthrough. If that's you, I want you to stand right now. It's time for you to use your mouth to pull out of eternity, which there is no limits. And you begin to prophesy to your destiny, to your family. You prophesy about that son. You prophesy about that daughter. You prophesy about the monies that you need. The monies have been, they're no longer laid up. We used to jump up and shout over that scripture, the sinner's wealth is laid up for the just. As long as something is laid up, it's not helping you. But it's time for you to pull it from eternity because you were created from eternity and put in time to be everything that God has called you to be. Come on and raise your hands! I prophesied over that over your life right now. I prophesied over your life. These meetings that we're having. John Eckhart said to me, "I don't know nothing about that pastor. I don't know nothing about this church, but God told me that revival is going to break out with that group." Come on, y'all, give the Lord a praise. We're bringing a hundred. And 20 prophets are coming from America who has been trained for 20 years to pray and to activate you and prophesy to you of your destiny. These are seasoned people. We're coming in and we're pulling out of eternity what belongs to you, but revival is supposed to break out in this place. And John Eckhart posted today, he says, I don't know nothing about what's going on there. But that church is getting ready to see an explosion. Are y'all hearing me? I say you're getting ready to experience an explosion. So I pray over you right now. My time has come to an end for now. Father, I thank you right now in the name of Jesus, God, that those that have been struggling in any of those areas, that they understand who they are, that they are standing in their kairos moment, God, that you're pulling from eternity to give them exactly what they need, and that the blessings of the Lord would overtake them, God. And God, that they would get pregnant with visions and intimacy with you, that they would have a desire to do that, that their prayer life will just tap into your mind, and that you would download what it is that they're supposed to do in this season in Jesus name. Put your hands together. God bless you. Thank you.